Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today, we're going to overreact. That's right. Super Wild Card Weekend is now officially over because it lasts three days now, Sam. It is a super duper Wild Card Weekend. So we're going to overreact to the six games we saw this past weekend. Let's just throw the rest of the season out the window and overreact to just the one game sample we saw this weekend. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. What are you going to overreact to coming out of Wild Card Weekend? Well, um... We've kind of talked about this uh, on the main podcast, but Josh Allen was absolutely ridiculous last weekend. I would have ordinarily said that, look, Josh Allen playing the way he played that weekend, the Bills can't be stopped. Like, there isn't a team in the NFL that can beat them if Allen is playing that well. Now, he graded basically at 95. It's the best grade any quarterback has had this season, so he's not going to grade that well over the rest of the playoffs. You kind of talked me down from that one. So instead, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow is... Joe Burrow is the next great quarterback and the poster child for marginal athletes everywhere. The poster child for marginal athlete quarterbacks that I've been looking for for some time, right? For too long now, these giant, big-armed freaks have been ruling the landscape in the NFL. Burrow comes along, doesn't do a single workout, you know, doesn't want to put any number on on tape, doesn't want to put any number down in writing that anyone can hold against him. The only thing we know about him is the guy's got nine-inch hands, right? And a lot of people didn't like the arm strength. So He's a hero just for that, nine inches. You that, That's like the cutoff. That's, that's, that's unacceptable. So all we know about him is tiny hands, and a lot of people hated his arm strength, and yet doesn't matter one iota. He's just out here carving up everybody, balling out, firing the ball to Jamar Chase left, right, and center, and looking cool as hell doing it with the fancy sunglasses and dude is just wall-to-wall swagger i can't believe i talked you off the josh allen thing i thought you were going to take allen and then i was going to overreact that joe burrow is going to win a super bowl (laughs) so so we're both like along the same lines here i'll I'll say this though the afc looking we've said this the last few years the afc looking really good at quarterback going forward right we get to see Joe Burrow here in the final four. We get to see Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's not even in the playoffs. You know, teams are going to, people are going to sleep on the Ravens just because, you know, they, they, they collapsed down the stretch after Lamar got hurt. Uh, the AFC looking, looking nice as far as the young quarterbacks go. So yeah, I was going to overreact the same way. The Bills are unstoppable if Josh Allen plays that way. We already know that. But I think Joe Burrow, I'm with you on Burrow. You know, he could be um, not just the next star quarterback, but like legitimately in this mix battling the Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allens of the world uh, at the top of the AFC. And it's going to be intense in the AFC North uh, because of, you know, Lamar and the Ravens are always going to be there as long as they're healthy. The Steelers are a well-run organization. I think the Browns are going to be competitive for the next few years. The AFC North continues to be loaded, but yeah, I'm, I was going to overreact to Burrow. Uh, I'll overreact to the other AFC team as well. The chiefs, you know, the chiefs are back. It's the same explosive passing offense that we've seen. And, you know, yeah, we, they were facing the Steelers. The Steelers' big issue is on offense. They have, they're not great defensively, but the Chiefs just made them look silly defensively, right? I mean, it's, Patrick Mahomes throws five touchdowns, four of them overhand in about 10 minutes of game time. That was just crazy. And after a slow start, the Chiefs are back. They're explosive. They're the same type of team that went to the Super Bowl last year and won the Super Bowl in 2019. The playmakers are back in Kansas City. Yeah, they really are. I honestly think that the Chiefs got fixed by playing a bunch of bad teams or bad defenses that didn't challenge them. And it just took them out of the funk that they were in earlier in the season where 
whenever they got frustrated or whenever they were forced to be patient, they panicked and they made a mistake and then they, they got inside their own heads. And all it took was a little bit of confidence to write that. And now they are, they're back where they used to be. It might not be exactly the same Chiefs team as the past, but I don't think even if you roll in there with a game plan that's going to force them to, to do the things they were doing earlier this season, I don't think it's going to have the same effect. I'm going to overreact on the other side in just a minute, but we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 to get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still get in on the action in the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code PFF, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. It's promo code PFF for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Strict supply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, here's my overreaction the other way. Uh, the 17-game schedule, I was, I was anti-17 games. I didn't like it. I think it went well this year. I thought we got extra football. Week 18 was crazy. Uh, I'm not as against the 17 game schedule. What okay. this wild card thing though? Yeah. Maybe we need to abolish super wild card weekend. It's not going to happen because look, the advertisers are paying the same money for these two extra games, blowouts or not. The NFL's making money. But boy, did we see some ugly lopsided football games this weekend. Do we just get rid? Like the seventh seed is just overrated. The seventh seed teams have just been absolutely blown out. They're 0 4. Over the last two years, all we're doing is putting players out there to get injured and make things less competitive as the playoffs go on. Abolish the seven seed. Go back to the to the six. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a tremendous benefit in the seven seed, to be to be honest. Um, but the games were closer last year than they were this year. This was obviously a particularly bad year for the seven seed, just getting annihilated. The one thing I will say is that I think it's made the single biggest advantage to getting the number one seed, uh, avoiding injuries for a week. Like, look what happened to everybody that played this weekend. Even the teams that came through the games are dealing with a bunch of injuries to pretty important players. Like Tampa Bay absolutely stomped Philadelphia. The game was never in doubt, but potentially lost Tristan Wirfs for a period of time. Ryan Jensen went down hurt, although came back in the game. Like, you are risking major injuries, which can be completely determinative in terms of where you're going to go in the future in a game, even if you're beating the crap out of a number seven seed and, you know, waltzing through that game, no problem. Whereas if you're Green Bay or Tennessee, you're sitting on the couch and getting healthy. You're not risking anybody through injury. So yeah, home field advantage is great. Um, the advantages of that number one seed, but honestly, just not playing and not risking injury for a week might be the best thing you have going for you. Yeah, and just that injury from Tristan Wirfs, you know, against a fierce pass rush could be massive for the box. It looks like he'll be a game-time decision next week. We're still a few days away. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we knew that, right, going in as far as the value of the number one seed, that it gives you the home field, as you said. But it's just it gives you that week to rest up while everyone else is out there playing. But um, it's an overreaction because, yeah, this this week it was, you know, Eagles and it was Eagles and box and it was the Chiefs destroying the Steelers. and. If if Justin Herbert, yeah, if Justin Herbert had 
gotten in and we got to see Herbert play the Bills and it would have been Chiefs Raiders. It still could have been pretty lopsided, but I don't know. It's it's like it's like we we had to watch a Steelers team that just had no business competing. Yeah, I mean, uh, and an Eagles one. team that kind of backed their way in after not beating any good teams. It just d- didn't feel like the cutoff is in the right spot right now for the playoffs. The Eagles, at least, you know, were an intriguing team to play. It's just that they ran against playoff Tom Brady, and that's a different animal altogether. The Steelers were the one that legitimately just didn't have any business being in the playoffs. And to be fair, they tried their best not to be there, right? It just wasn't enough because Indianapolis tried even harder and screwed it up on the last weekend of the season, losing to Jacksonville. And then, you know, the Chargers and the Raiders couldn't just agree to tie the game and dump them out of it completely. So, like, yeah, Pittsburgh had no business being in the playoffs, but to their credit, they didn't exactly try to get there. We were just subjected to them by forces outside of their control. Let me ask you, though. Should we overreact to the performance of Jalen Hurts and Kyla Murray in terms of getting to the postseason and just not being the same guy we saw for most of this season? I'm putting some real questions in, particularly in Jalen Hurts' case, of like, what is the long term outlook here? Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, uh, and you see. You see a lot of people talk about, hey, it's a different animal when you play in the playoffs. You, there's not a great history of quarterbacks in their first start in the playoffs. And uh, you mentioned on the PFF NFL podcast, this happened to Lamar Jackson, right? And he comes back the next year and wins the MVP. I'm going to lean, let's not overreact, but it's probably a little alarming from, say, Kyler's standpoint. The first half, he just did not, he just, everything was too fast for him. And then when he, everything was off, right? His comfort level was just out the window. He just, he looked nervous, right? And that doesn't happen really to NFL players. They don't really get nervous and show it on the field. Um, That wasn't good. I think Jalen Hurts kind of settled in to kind of, he wasn't in the right spot with with the Eagles right there against a pretty good Bucs team. Hurts ended the season as the 15th graded quarterback overall, but a 45 grade against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like it was the worst grade of his season. He just couldn't get anything going. The Bucs defense had a game plan and Hurts had no answer for it. And to his credit, or at least in his defense, it wasn't only him that had no defense or had no adjustment to it, right? The, the system, the offense, the play calling didn't adjust well either. So Hertz was the sort of visible entity that got all the crap, but that was a rough game for him and sort of projecting where he can go forward. Yeah, I still have my concerns with Hertz, and maybe they just, you know, really got exploited here in the last game. I wouldn't completely overreact, but also wasn't terribly surprised by that performance. Surprised by Kyler coming out feeling like the moment was too big for him, especially early in the game. But it's wild card weekend, and we're here to overreact. Let's hear your overreactions. Let us know. It's PFF NFL Daily. <laughs>